When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello Cheeseheads, I hope you're enjoying the international break as much as we are and uh, you can't wait for Spurs to get back so in the meantime we thought we'd fill the void and uh, produce like a little video just talking about the current squad. Now seems like a good time, we're in the back stretch, we're starting to look at what players we might get in, all the rumours are beginning. So we're going to talk about which players in this squad we definitely want to keep, which ones we're not too fussed about and which ones we think we should definitely sell. Uh, for this uh, video I've got HG with me down below. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Hello. And Seb, who's copied me but got a bit more extreme with his haircut. <laughs> hello. Seb's here as well. So we're just going to run through today's goalkeepers and defence, and then we'll do a second part video later on, which will cover the rest of the team. All right. So, starting from the from the top, we are looking at Mr. Hugo Lloris. HG, what do you say? Uh, sell. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, uh, uh, the caveat will come later, I guess, but I think sell is what is going to happen. No, tell me why. Um, I, I just think he's got one year left on his deal. I don't think he's going to sign a new one. And if he doesn't sign a new one, we have to sell him. I, I, I don't want to keep him for a year and see him go on a free because we, we need the money to replace him somehow. We need to find it somehow. So, yeah, like if it's not a long-term thing, then sorry, Hugo. Um, I think it's probably good for you and good for the club that we let you go. So that's why. Um, it's more a contract thing. If he signs a new contract, I won't complain. But uh, if he if he doesn't sign one, then we need to sell him. So if we signed him to a one-year extension, two-year extension in the summer, you'd be happy to keep him on his performances? Absolutely. Yeah, I think even if it's just one year, 
just to give us another year's time before we have the same question next year, that's fine with me. But it, it, it's more a contract expiry question for me rather than quality. Um, I'd like to keep Hugo around, but if he doesn't want to be here, then as far as the club is concerned, now is the time to let him go. Okay. Seb? Can I just echo everything that HG just said? <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much pretty much the same thing. You know, I, I'm a big Hugo fan. I think eight years this summer at the club, it would, it, you know, it would be nice for him to do 10 years. Um, but as HG said, if, if he's not going to sign that contract, sell him now, get some money in um, and replace this summer. Okay, perfect. Okay, then, moving on to the understudy, Joe Hart. What do you think, Seb? He's not had to play a huge amount this year, but you can't really say he's done too much wrong, apart from maybe a few dodgy performances. <laughs> no, uh, he was signed on a two-year deal uh, and, uh, and, and keep him for, the, for that extra year. I don't think it will get extended any, any time past that. Um, but he seems to be a popular character in the dressing room, um, by all accounts, and good for the dressing room. So, uh, yeah, keep um, without a shadow of a doubt. HG? Uh, the only difference is that I can actually see him signing a new deal. I think if Mourinho sticks around, um, yeah, as a backup keeper, you're either going to have someone young who, who doesn't really hasn't played that much, or you're going to have someone like Joe Hart. So mm. he is only, I think, the same age as Hugo, 34, 35. I could see him staying a bit longer. But yeah, if, if he leaves on a free next year, then fine, because we got him on a free. It doesn't, doesn't mm. hurt us at all. Here's that thing with backup keepers where you want them to be vaguely competent and like you say, they're either going to be young and inexperienced or they're going to be someone like Joe Hart. But the fact that he's happy to play that role doesn't seem to be agitating in any way. He's just, he knew what he was signing um, and he's happy with that. So I think if he's happy to stay for another year, then why not? It's not like there's a huge amount of goalkeepers and it's just a position we don't really want to be worrying about, I suppose. But then that brings us to um, Mr. Gazaniga. What do we think about him, HG? Sell. <laughs> I mean, like, like he, he's not first choice. He's not second choice. He's probably not going to be either of those. He's got a year left on his deal. Um, so yeah, like that, that's the type of person you go. Like if he was homegrown, you could say maybe offer him a new deal. But he's not even that. So mm. he's got to go. I think that's it. He's taking up a space, isn't he? But what about the ladies, Seb? What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me about the ladies' team. Then I was going to be like trying to make up something on the spot. Um, yeah, no, agreed. I think I think it cost us two point six million. I would be surprised if we even got that. I think he went to Elche on loan, and yeah. I think already he hasn't played. He hasn't played a game there, so I think we're gonna it, gonna struggle. I think to offload him, it might even be kind of a free transfer just to just to move the wages off the uh, off the wage bill. But yeah, yeah. He, he he should go in the summer. Get him out of the way. The thing is, he did play relatively well in some of the games, but. There was, you know, there was fans at the time saying maybe he should play instead of Lloris, which was kind of insane. And and now he's just forgotten about, it, isn't he? Sexy man, but I don't think we need him. Kung Fu expert against Chelsea as well. Remember yeah, that? and that's and all we're going to remember him for. I mean, yeah. Like he made, he did make some really good saves and played in some really important games, Champions yeah. League games for us. But yeah, he's going to be remembered for kicking Marcus Alonso for no apparent reason, which should make him a cult hero, really. <laughs> exactly, that's fair enough. Do you need a reason, HG? That's the thing. <laughs> okay, moving into the defence, we'll start the left and we'll go with the Welsh wonder, Mr Davies. Seb, what do you think? Keep, keep, keep. Underrated, good squad player, comes in six or seven out of ten most weeks. Occasionally you might get an eight. Occasionally you might get a five. Um, <laughs> but consistent player, 
good player. Um, I like him. He's uh, um, more than adequate backup to uh, our other left back options that I'm sure we'll talk about um, later. But yeah, he's uh, he's key. Does anyone do you know how long he's got left on a on a deal? He's it's not got, expiring, is it? No, it's not. He's got two or three years left. Yeah, it's yep. at least two. We signed yeah. him up a year or so back, didn't we, to an extension? The thing is, he's versatile, and I'm sure that's why HG will say now is that he should be slowly migrated to a centre back. What do you think, HG? Keep him or sell? <laughs> um, I think he should be slowly migrated to a centre back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew my psychic powers were working. <laughs> Look, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like Ben Davis is never going to really be a world beater, but you don't need that in every single position. The guy mm. will give everything he's got. Most times it's going to be more than good enough. If you ask him to do things he can't, he'll struggle. But we, we saw in the Villa game, you know, Reguillon played all right. But when Davies came on, if anything, we became a bit more solid. So that yeah. there are going to be occasions for him. He's, I do think that as a left footer, he could be useful to be centre-half later on, if not now, because we, we do seem to struggle down that side. But uh, yeah, he's a definite keep because he, he, offers, he offers something guaranteed. Mm, okay. So this makes me think we're not going to have any changes at left-back. We'll move next to, to Reggie. HG, what do you think of his season so far and would you keep him? I think if Real Madrid don't want him and he doesn't want to leave, then he'll stay. I mean, like four years left on his deal, he's probably only going to get better, you would hope. Mm. Um, he's had a pretty good season by all accounts. He is better than Davies. We can't, we can't deny that. Like He offers more going forward, which is what you want from a fullback these days. So, yeah, he's a definite keep. I'd like to see him maybe get a bit stronger. Um, because obviously the English game is a bit different to Spain, but he's won the Europa League with Seville. I mean, he's a, he's a he was a good buy, even at the thirty million euros or whatever we paid. It, it's a decent decent investment for the future. So, we, and he's not done anything wrong, like another fullback on the other side. So, um, yeah, we we, we got to keep Reggie. Hmm. What do you think, Seb? Maybe slightly questionable in his defending at times, but you can't sort of fault the impact he's had going forward, can you? I'm I'm worried. Uh, obviously, I want to keep him, um, but my worry is that um, my understanding is we pay 30 million euros. Madrid can buy him back for 45 million euros. Now you say he has to want to go, and I get that. But if Madrid receive a bid from elsewhere for 60 million euros, why would they not buy him? And why would he not look at PSG or if someone like that wanted to buy it? Because they PSG don't own him. They don't own him. We own him, but they've just got a buyback clause. So I of suppose. Course, but if, if 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 PSG want to buy him and he wants to go, then he goes to Madrid. He goes to PSG via Madrid, and Madrid make money out of it. That would be some next level shithousery from Madrid, though. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. But I wouldn't put it past them. No, I mean the thing is that that's why the buyback clause is there. I mean, it suits everyone. Like Spurs will make a fifty percent profit on the person that they bought. Like we don't want to see it happen. But it's designed so that, in effect, everyone wins. Like, if Real Madrid won him back for themselves, then he's had a, a decent loan at a decent club. That's, in effect, what it would be. Um, and they've paid us 15 million euros to loan him. I mean, that, that, that comes into it. And, yeah, if there is another team that wants to come in and spend that amount of money and he wants to go, then there is nothing we can do to stop it. Mm. But, yeah, like, the, the, the risk is there for all sides. But, in theory, all sides can win. Real Madrid got a decent price for someone they didn't want. We paid a decent price for someone who might be with us for the next three to five years. And, yeah, okay, there's a buyback clause. But it, I, I don't know if that's as important as, as it seems to have been made out by lots of Spurs fans. No. I think the chance of that scenario happening are pretty slim. He'll be with us. And uh, I think, yeah, we definitely want to keep him. That's Frank. Famous last words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> kiss of death. Um, right, Seb. 
Mr. Doherty, what do you think? Has, has he done enough this season to uh, to win you over? He's an Arsenal fan. Yeah, I, he, he's an Arsenal fan, and he plays like it. Yeah. I, <laughs> what do you want me to say? I mean, he's been dross, and there's no excuse for um, you know picking up the pace of the Premier League like we've given Ndombele or, or others who haven't played in the Premier League before. Uh, I, the only caveat against uh, for him is that I've read that he was signed to play the attacking wing-back role. Mm. And then, obviously, we had the opportunity to sign Reggion, and that massively changed the, the formation that Mourinho intended to play. But if you're a competent right-sided footballer, you play... It doesn't matter if you play in the final third, the middle third, or the... Or the top third in my book, you, you do the job, and he he just hasn't performed. He has, you know, there hasn't been even an average performance. He's been below average every single time he's taken to the pitch. Mm. So if there's an opportunity to get rid of him, get rid of him. I think that's the thing. Defensively, he's not looked great, but really going forward, he's not really done a huge amount either, has no, he? HG? Done nothing. No, I mean this is it. Like in, in the opening game, uh, he had a decent chance that Pickford saved, and apart from that. I don't really think we've seen him going forward at all. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he had issues with COVID before, you know, just before he signed for us. Um, he's been in and out of the team. You, you don't really know. Maybe we're not playing a system that suits him. But at 29, like, is, if, is he really worth improving? If we can get our money back, yeah, we probably should. Um, that's not to say that he's not tried his hardest. I believe he has. I just think that it, it hasn't worked out for him. It hasn't worked out for the club. And it would be best for everyone if, if we cut our losses a little bit. Even if it means that we're paying an extra, you know, ten, fifteen thousand, um, you know, as wages to help that deal go through, maybe. Yeah, I think his COVID was actually during the season. We because it's been a weird year, we just kind of forget. I think it was during an international break, wasn't it? Like a month or so into the season. But I don't think he's been hugely affected. We're not seeing stories like that, and I don't think he was particularly great before that. So. Um, we're not having that as an excuse right HG up next our other right back Mr Aurier what do you think keep him or is it really time for him to go now and this is the question isn't it because if you let Doherty go then <laughs> do, 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 do we want both of them to go because Serge's situation is the same as Hugo's he's got a year left on his deal mm. um, we have to hof- we probably have to offer him a new one if we do it might only be for one or two years as far as the club is concerned but as far as Serge is concerned this is probably his final big deal. Like, so he's going to want a nice long commitment where he knows what, what, what money's coming in. If it were up to me, I would try to find a way to keep him because I really don't think he's as bad as people say. No. Having said that, if, if we were able to get a second right back in, you know, to get two youngsters that are going to compete with each other, then I'd be all right with that too. But I, I, I think Serge of the two is the one I would like to keep. But I, I do think that if he, if he has no interest in saying... We, we have to sell him. We, ha- we have to move him on and, and, and try to move forward as a club. Mm. Seb? I would like to keep him. And I've never been anti-Serge like, like a lot of people are. Um, you mentioned the second young right back, and I'm sure we'll talk about him in, uh, soon. But for me, that's Tanganga. Um, and I, I would like to, to keep Serge. I would offer him a new deal. I, I don't actually know how old he is, but I'm guessing he's 28, 29. Um, I, I would offer him that deal. Um I have no problem with him at all. I think he's a, he's a, he's a good, tidy player. He seems popular in the dressing room. Um, and I'd have Tanganga as his understudy. It's interesting with, with Tanganga is that, you know, you could say that Tanganga and Davies are almost, you know, opposites of each other. Like one can play, they both can play centre-back. 
Um, whereas Aurier and Reguillon would be the attacking fullbacks. So it gives you the option if you did want to mix and match or if you did want to play them both defensively or or play the, the two attacking ones that, that Spurs are able to, to decide on, on something to do. Like Tanganga to me is, yeah, we'll go on to him now, but Tanganga is that kind of one where he needs games and I think he's good enough to get games for Spurs. So the question is, where is he going to play for Spurs? And and so if, yeah, if Aurier stays, then Tanganga is his backup. Then that could work really well as a four. Mm. Are you surprised this year, HG, that we've not seen more of Tanganga? I think every time I've seen Tanganga play, I've been surprised at how good he is. Mm. And in my brain, he's not good. So it, 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 it's one of those weird things that like I don't I don't often want to see him start. But when he starts, I think, oh no, you're actually quite good. You, you you're a quality defender. So it's it's an interesting dilemma because I don't really understand what I want from him. Do I want him to be a a reserve centre back or a reserve right back or even a you know someone who can be a first team player and play most weeks? Because he never looks out of place. No. He, he he never like I mean I obviously I, I saw him live um, in Linz this season. He started that game and he looked a little bit uncomfortable, but you know it was like playing football on ice. So I, I can imagine why. I don't think anyone looked comfortable that night. But yeah, there's something about Tanganga. The question is, what do we want him to become? Um, if we want him to be a fullback, then he's going to have to learn that role a little bit better. Mm. But as a centre back, you know, is he really good enough? Because he's, you know, he's not the tallest. He, he, there are question marks. But I, I do think that Tanganga is someone that we need to keep around. I, uh, loaning him out will help another team, but maybe he's good enough to 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 be part of our of our 25-man squad. Mm. No, I agree. I think, again, versatility. And I think the problem is he's quite pacey and, like you say, not that tall. So he's, they maybe think he's suited to a right-back position. But, Seb, do we keep him for his versatility then? Yeah, yeah, Tangang is 100%. Um, you know, he's obviously homegrown as well. Um, but, yeah, as HG said, he's ne- he's never let anyone down. He's played some big games. You know, his debut was Liverpool. He played against City. Uh, he played that game against Villa that's just gone. That was a big game. You know, that 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 is a massive game. If we'd have lost that... All hell would have broken loose. So there's a lot of pressure on, and he, Mourinho trusted him to play that game, and he played well. So he's never let anyone down. He's a, he's a no-brainer keep for me. Excellent. Right, let's go to the other end of the scale then. Toby, a defender coming towards the end of his career. Do we keep him? How much longer for Seb? Yeah, we keep him. Um, I, I'm not great. I'm not as good as HG with the with the contract lengths and things like that. But obviously, we know he signed a, a new one last year. Um, no reason to sell him at all but as we've seen this season and it will carry on I imagine going forward he won't play every game um, he is slowing down um, but he's still a, 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 a more than competent defender mm. so yeah keep HG agreed I mean yeah two two years left from the summer um, he could do what Vertonghen did and honestly I'd be happy for him to stay for those two years and leave on a free There is there are certain players that I, I feel maybe have deserved that honour, and you know, Fatungan was one. I think Toby would deserve it too. Toby would be thirty. Was he thirty-two now? So he'd be thirty-four when his deal runs. Um, it'd be a good time for him to go back to Ajax, like he wants to do. So, yeah, we we keep him for next season for sure. But you know, whether he's a a star to every game or a rotation piece, that 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 we don't know. But he definitely stays. Mm. Okay, I'm going to play about with the order at the moment because I'm going to leave the, mo- the two most interesting and probably relevant till last. So next we'll go with HG, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Is he going to make his way into the squad next season or do we just get rid? Um, I think his contract runs out in the summer. 
So <laughs> I think it's I think it's pretty obvious that he will probably just make a free transfer move to Bournemouth where he is now. Yeah. I can't imagine he'll go somewhere else. He's playing every week for a side that are, you know, top level championship team. Yeah. Um nice place to live. Do you know what I mean? It's I, I think Carter Vickers will definitely go. Mm. It, He's never really shown enough at championship level to to see that you know we we were desperate to have him back or he's proved to be a a star player at that level. So yeah, he's, it's good for Spurs. It's good for him that he gets a career, but we're not going to get any money for him probably. Do we not get a little bit because you know coming through the the? the oh yeah, I mean, there, there might there might be some you know training fee right. of you know a few hundred thousand or whatever, but fifty quid it's... in a club shop voucher for Bournemouth <laughs> or something. Like <laughs> Levy yeah, will I mean... take anything. <laughs> Uh, Seb, do you agree with that? Because we've not really seen a huge amount to judge him and most of us aren't watching centre-backs in sort of the lower divisions to figure out how he's getting on, are we? No, I mean, I saw a little bit of him when he was at Stoke, but he struggled to get into the team. So, mm. um, yeah, I kind of forgot about him, to be honest. It surprised me when he said that name. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you like, you know, whatever. What do you want me to say? He, he, his contract's gone and, yeah. And, You're and, not bothered. And no, I'm not bothered at all. Fine. Okay, another youngster that you probably are a bit more bothered about. Mr. Roden, he's not been given a huge amount of opportunity this year, but he has played and he looks all right, hasn't he? Seb? Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, yes, uh, in answer to your question, yes to all of that. He's not been given too many opportunities, but when he has, he's done okay. Obviously, a little bit shaky against Chelsea, but that was to be expected. Um, and he did all right in the last game. Uh, he looks competent enough. The other mm. thing is he's, when he's played internationally, he's looked he's looked very good. So, um, so yeah, I think if you put the right person next to him, um, he's yeah, he's a no-brainer. State. I don't. I've seen some people saying maybe you should go out on loan next season and get a year in the championship under his belt. He's, he's done that. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't see any any point in that. I'd keep him in and around uh, and in and around the first team. He's not young enough to need that anymore. He's, he, you know, he's had his experience. He's had game time, um, and I think we've bought him. I'm just a little bit maybe disappointed that he's not played that much this season, but. Do you think, I'll just ask you this quickly, Seb, do you think that he and Tanganga are sort of decent youth prospects to start playing a bit more next season then? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think, look, who knows what European competition, if any, we're going to be in next year. But if we are in the, um, obviously we hope we're in the Champions League, but if we are in the Europa League, then they'd have opportunity. And if we're in the Champions League, you'd argue as well, they'd have opportunity in the Premier League. Yeah. If, we're saving, if we're saving things for, for the Champions League. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, Tanganga and Roden are, are gr- good, progressive options uh, in, the, in that back line when we are, as we've spoken about with Toby, going to have some players who are ageing and maybe, if you're talking about Aurier, out of form. So, you know, we need to have those young options who, who, who are given a chance to show they are good enough for the first team. Otherwise, what's the point in having the squad? Yeah, agreed. HD, Roden, what do you think? It's been tough, you know, for him because he hasn't played that much. He's he's actually, I think, what, 23? Mm. So he's not a youngster, but he's played regularly in the championship. Maybe the step up to Spurs was a bit too much to begin with. So it did take him some time to get used to the level. But yeah, it's all about partnerships to me. Like we, we were very much spoiled with Toby and Jan being as good as they were and having played for, together as long as that really it all worked from day one. We didn't have to worry about where they're going to work together. And right now you look at our options and think, where's the partnership? Who? Mm. Like, you know, Roden, to me, sometimes looks like a deer in the headlights, doesn't look too 
um, confident that he knows what he wants to do, but he's got the skill and he's got the, the physical attributes to do it. It's just a question of, you know, can he, can he look the part in some cases? I think he just looks nervous. But, yeah, it's a tough one because I feel like we're going to have lots of rotational pieces at centre-half next season, but very few players, or maybe not even one, that says, I am a first-team choice, I am going to play every game. Mm. I think that's, what, <clears throat> that's what's kind of lacking at centre-half. We, going forward, who is going to be the, the first-choice partnership? We, we need to figure that out. Well, OK, moving on to those then. Uh, we'll go with Sanchez first, HG. What do we do? Because if we're going to get new centre-backs in, probably one of these needs to leave. And we're probably, they're the, probably the only two players in cent, you know, the centre-back position we're going to get decent money for. So what do you think? Sanchez, keep or sell? <sighs> Sanchez, to me, is very similar to Roden. He's got more experience. He's played at a World Cup. Um yeah, it, if it's one or the other, then I'd probably keep Roden. But it's not as if Roden counts as homegrown in Europe. I mean, he does in the Premier League. So I, I guess either or is fine with me. I, what, what I want us, I want us to see is to buy someone who really is first choice. But mm. then if it's Sanchez next to them or Roden next to them or whoever. But yeah, we, we've got lots of, mm, I'm not sure, options. And that, that's worrying. So if Sanchez is the one that's you know worth the most money on, on in the market, then perhaps he is the one that will go. But it's not it's not really down to how good or bad he is. It's just a reflection of we've got lots of average and we can't keep so many. Hmm. Uh, Seb, he's a player that loads of fans really don't like. What do you think, Sanchez? He's we've, he's kind of won us over in the last few games because he's shown that he's fairly competent, but he does have some dodgy performances. What do you think? Do we keep him? Um, if it's if it's down to me and money is no object, then you get rid of him. Right. But it's not down to me. It's down to Mr. Levy, who paid 40 million quid for him. And there is no way that he's worth that amount of money. Yeah. You might even argue that in today's climate, you struggle to get half of that. And for that reason, he's not going because Mr. Levy is not going to sign off a 20 million pound loss on a player that he's had for three, three seasons or four seasons. I can't remember. So he, he, I just can't see him going. It's not a case of what do I think? Mm. He, he just won't go because unless someone came in with 40, 50 million quid, which I don't think they're going to do. So he, he, he's there. So he's hoping Sanchez is a blinder to the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I will say that as far as Sanchez is concerned, it could be very much like what happened with Foyt, where we loan him out somewhere with an option to buy for the team um, because like we, we, we're not sure then or if they want to. But it, it does get him off our wages, at least for this season. Mm. Um, because, yeah, maybe Sanchez is, is, is more suited to a different league, maybe more comfortable. But I just think, yeah, like if, if we're going to go with four centre-backs, right? And if Tanganga isn't one of them, then you've got Toby we want to keep. You've got Roden we want to keep. Suddenly you're looking at two others. You know, if, if Sanchez is one of them, then fair enough. But, yeah, I, it, it's a tough choice because... Like we, we really do need to think about who works well together. Like it, Weirdly enough, if Sanchez and Roden, who played against Villa, if those two hit it off, then suddenly you've got a, a centre-back partnership for the next four or five seasons. Done, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, it's just that they're different footballers to Toby and Jan, who are you know, much more comfortable on the ball. Sanchez and Roden are much more like the, the, the type of people that they, they just want to head it out or kick it out. They're, they're, not, they're not trying to really build from the back. That's not their game. They are much more like Dawson, someone who's put their body on the line to to keep the ball out. Mm. Um, that that that's the question. What what kind of defenders do we want? Because if we want um, ball playing ones, then we need to buy some. 
and mm. if we want others, then yeah, both of them are really good options. Um, mm. it, it, it's going to be a, a tough choice. Yeah, I think Roden would argue with there actually. I think he thinks he's a bit better on the ball than that. But um, yeah, again, we've not really seen a huge amount of it. So finally, Mr. Dyer, Seb, what do you think? If we're not getting rid of Sanchez, then surely Dyer's getting the chop. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> is it because he's got your haircut? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd sell, sell Eric Dyer. I feel Eric Dyer is a bit of a charlatan. Um, I, and I'm not saying that uh, nastily. I feel that he's actually quite quite a clever person, uh, mm. not necessarily on the football pitch. Um, but I think he saw an opportunity in the last few days of Pochettino that he wasn't going to get into that midfield, where mm. I feel he played his best football, both for Spurs and for England. Um, he wasn't going to get into that Tottenham midfield. Uh, and he saw an opportunity at left-sided centre-back um, and then he came out, I think, uh, when Mourinho joined and said that's where he wants, wants to play because there was an opportunity to play there. We, as we've discussed with our defenders, none of them were at the top of their game. At the time, Yam was, was struggling. So he saw an opportunity um, and he went for it. And, mm. you know, the juries may be out on whether it was a success, but there was a space there and he took it. Um, and now I think he's done. Um, I'd be happy to keep Dyer mm. on two things which can't happen. One is if he was homegrown, and secondly is uh, if he wanted to play defensive midfielders back up to Hoybier. I can't see that happening, um, and therefore you sell him. And he's at an age now where he'll command still a decent fee. Yeah. I would imagine thirty million quid, something like that, would be enough to um to tempt levy what did we pay for him five million was it four or five million yeah peanuts. Uh, he, and he's he's been he's been good over that you know seven years um but now's the time mm. what do you think hd you know his bromance with delhi if delhi's potentially on the way out as well it could spell the end for dire but i agree with seb like when he started his one of his biggest assets well yeah his assets was was being able to read the game from that defensive midfield and sort of marshal the team when 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 teams were countering against us he kind of nullified a lot of that but then he did have dembele next to him sort of helping out quite a lot so i just don't think he's really proved himself at center back he, he's got mistakes in him some games he looks really good but it's that consistency isn't it yeah i, I think all of us are sitting here thinking one of Dyer or Sanchez is going to go. Like they can't mm. both stay because the group we have isn't good enough, so we have to try and make space for someone new. Um, yeah, like, neither are homegrown. It, it, it's tough, because, like, the thing I loved about Dyer when he, when he started in the team was that he had the mentality that I think Spurs had lacked. You know, he came out and said that, like, I don't, want, I don't like Tottenham like this. Because we all know that we've been a soft touch for most of our lives. And so to see that team, where we weren't a soft touch... Um, even then, it was kind of ironic that Dyer played his best football almost when we had that 3-4-3 and he was the third centre-back alongside Toby and, and Jan. I, I, agree with, I agree with Seb that yeah, like, he, he's been great for us. Um, it, it's unfortunate what happened with Pochettino towards the end because I don't really know why, why he stopped playing defensive midfield, why he was no longer in the team. Was it the appendicitis? Was it something else? Um, like I remember, Franco, when you and I went to Barcelona, like that was like the first game where he wasn't in the team, and I, I was shocked because yeah. I it thought that, that that's he is our he is our defensive midfielder. That, that he's the guy that we can kind of depend upon to to at least again be like Davis, always give a seven out of ten, won't make too many mistakes, will keep it simple, has a a decent long pass on him. But do you know what I mean? It, it's it, it's really strange to see almost his decline 
almost coincide with the fact that he switched position mm. because I don't think any of us really thought he was a great centre half. He's never had the pace to get himself out of trouble. And when we were playing the high line that we did under Poch, he struggled. It was only really this season with Toby when they both sat back and we played the low block that he kind of came into his own. So yeah, it's like every single position within our defenders, it really depends on what we want them to do. If we want them to sit back, then yeah, I want I want Dyer over Sanchez. If we want them to play on the front foot and you need pace, then you have to keep Sanchez over Dyer. But at some point, we have to make a choice of what we want to do. And, and that, I think, is the tough part because with Mourinho, you, you never really know. But yeah, I mean, Dyer's 27 now. Yeah, we're, I mean, I think there might be more interest in selling Sanchez, to be honest. I think other teams might want him. He's a couple of years younger mm. than Dyer. I don't know if Dyer is particularly well known outside of the UK anymore. Whereas Sanchez, you know, teams will have heard of him; they'll have seen him. Dyer to us, you know, he's important to us, but it's not as if there are teams in the in the UK that are desperate to buy him either. No. So it, it's it's a tough one. It really are is a tough any, one. Are there any South American? Is there any South American tournaments um, in the summer? It is uh, obviously we've got the Euros where people will be watching. Is there a South mm. America? Is there the South American tournament this this year as well. Not sure we need Brendan for this. I, I, I think there probably must be because if the World Cup's next year, it can't be next year. Yeah, and it's exactly. been a while. I think the Copper America had switched to being every four years again. But because I mean, they've played that so often regularly or recently. <laughs> yeah. I think they played like two in two years and they haven't had one for three or something like that. Um, but yeah, that, that there are there are play. Are you thinking about trying to spot someone new, Seb, or what? No, I'm always hoping Sanchez, Sanchez is, a... is going to be spotted. If Sanchez, <laughs> if Sanchez can play well for Colombia and and you know Spanish team think, hey, that's that's the answer. Mm. Well, I think you're hope hoping for a lot there. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You have got more chance of Dyer doing the same. I think in uh, getting called up to the Euros, <laughs> having a blinder. Don't mean that's going to happen either, mate. Right. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's the defence and goalkeeper positions done. Thanks ever so much for joining, guys. Let us know in the comments below what you would do with the players, any you hate, any you really want to keep. And um, look out for the next video. Seb's going to get substituted for another Northerner with a caller coming in. And we'll be discussing the midfield and striking options later on. So if you haven't subscribed, please do so. And until next time, come on, you Spurs. Come, come on, you Spurs. Spurs. Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.